Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> yes, it is. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Great 6 a.m. listeners. Ready to roll. I got to share a quick story. Coming up the uh, elevator this morning with a person in the elevator. Yeah, never that, that doesn't happen. No, that never happens. Ever, rarely ever happens. Especially somebody going to a different floor. Here. Right. Wow. So, you know, I'm like the, <laughs> like the guy in the elevator on the... Uh, Progressive commercial. Right. Bonjour. Bonjour. Where are you going? 10th floor? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Pretty good view up there, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, I said, so I said, uh, what 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 has you up so early? Like, oh, tax season. I'm like, oh, good luck with that. Makes no. me want to pee. <laughs> says, luck has nothing to do with it. Stupid government. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. All right. Good go morning. get her. Go meet the day. All right. That cannot be a Seize 6 a.m. the day. That, that cannot be a 6 a.m. listener. No, he's normally not here. That's an 8 a.m. listener five, forced whatever. to get up way too early. Um, Yeah. No, no. You know, I got confused. I got confused and excited last night. I got confused because for whatever reason, I was thinking it was Monday. And I had to go back through the recesses of my mind and go, yesterday was Tuesday? And then I got excited because today's Wednesday. I was like, oh, I was a day behind. I'm already, we're already winning. Like, well, I'm, I'm essentially at the weekend. Wednesday. You're winning. I know. It was awesome. Winning. I was just like, all of a sudden I got happy. I was like, <laughs> I thought it was Tuesday. I thought it was Tuesday. It's Wednesday. No, it was Tuesday. But I thought yesterday was Monday. Oh, I Last see. Last night. Right, right. Yeah, I was, and then I tried to go through like, what did I do on Monday? I can't even remember Monday. What happened? But here we are. Well, here awesome. we are. The uh, morning after, we, we, we called this yesterday. I told you it would be a pick-your-score, name-your-score type game for the Avs. Last night, you had a Sharks team that's bad, playing out the string. They played the night before, mm. got an overtime win, traveled here. Avalanche kind of licking their wounds a little bit, having dropped three in a row. Perfect recipe. Much-needed laugher. 6 nothing. As the Avs were able to have a uh, pad their stats day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the, the trend that's in vogue. A lot of Avs got to pad their stats last night. Well, I tell you what, they were, you want to talk about being on it. Gorgiev defended 13 shots. They third, they gave him 13 shots on goal last night. Dude, come on. Seriously, 13. Is it, by the way, do the Sharks have an NN in goal? Yes, it was, uh, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it was uh, Kakanin, or Kakanin. Excuse me? <laughs> Bow chicka bow wow. Kakanin, Kakanin. Kakanin. Kakanin, but he's in Inanin. Yeah, he's in Inanin. Speaking of Inanins. Yeah. Uh, Arturi Lekanin had a goal. Yes. Rantanen had a goal, right? Migo Rantanen had a goal. Yes. Huge. All the big, all their their McKinnon big players. Had a McKinnon, goal. McKinnon was great. McKinnon. All right, so here, here are your big, your big players. Right, this is what you love to see as you get ready for the playoffs. Uh, McKinnon goal and assist. Lackanen goal and assist. Nachuskin goal and three assists. Right. Rantanen goal. 
McCarr, goal and three assists. I wonder how much of McCarr, how much of that three-game skid, you know, McCarr comes back from the concussion, probably isn't like, he. it, it feels like, the flat, last night, and it was a great get-right game, but last night felt like he was getting back into form. Yeah, because oh. he had the concussion, he missed some time, came back, got another concussion, missed more time. Like, last night he felt like he was... Dude, that dude was all over the place. Well, I know, I know the the folks that just are obsessed with stats. If you're like a fantasy hockey player, it's you know it's all about Connor McDavid. But if I'm if I'm starting the team, I said this back during the the preseason, uh, during our Avalanche preseason roundtable. If I'm if I'm starting the team, I'm starting it with Kale McCarr, best 200 foot player in hockey, mm-hmm. guy that can dominate on both ends of the ice, guy that can be a shutdown defenseman, guy that can be uh, an all world offensive player. So you don't have him in the lineup, or if he's still working his way back to 100%, right. it's like taking Jokic out of the Nuggets lineup. It really is. Yeah, He's their best player. This is, one, this is one of the reasons that at some point, and I don't know when that point is, but I feel like it needs to be before the playoffs. At some point, Gabe Landeskog needs to get on the ice in game situations, not just skating around. Yeah, I saw. A, it takes, I, that, that takes time. I, I, you just don't roll right back I, in. I, I know. Okay, I'm good. I know. I know. I, I saw comments from Jared Bednar yesterday where he he tried to give some updates on the on the players. And, you know, he was talking about Manson and EJ. And there was a, there was a confidence that. There was a timeline for these guys, right? You know, a, a, an imminent return for these guys. But with uh, Gabe, he was just very, very vague. Just kind of like, hey, you know, we've, we're, we're trying to ramp them back up. We don't really have a timetable. Hmm. Just kind of a see how it goes type thing, which right. never feels right, you, does it? You know how to speak injury. You speak injury. You're very fluent in injury. Yeah. And that just... That that is one of those things. Don't get your hopes up. You know, they're, I mean, they're hoping for the best, but I think they're prepared for the worst. Meaning, Gabe's not going to be back this year. Doesn't it feel that? Like, doesn't it feel like they're preparing for a playoff run without Landis Scott? Wouldn't you have to at this point? I think you. I think that's what you have to think. And then if he does come back, great. Yeah, but so you can't count on it. Right. That's the coup de grace. It's putting a little cherry on top. Wow, I just sounded like Bud right there. Tonight it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, you picked up on that too, right, Fever, didn't you? That'd be great. But you can't count on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was it's a little... that pause. Yeah. It's that, that upbeat pause yeah. and then the downward. Right. That'd be great. Yeah. But we were hoping for the best on this one. We didn't get that news. <laughs> He's got that down. Yeah. yeah. It's the mm-hmm. build up with the optimism, mm-hmm. but then the letdown. We were really hoping to win. But tonight it didn't happen. W. Tonight it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Oh, thank God we have Bud Black. Seriously. I don't want anyone else managing this team. I don't either. I don't either. We're also going to try to shorten some necks. Yeah. He needs hazard pay. Bud's just become. Bud needs hazard pay. Bud's just comfortable. Remember when the Rockies were undefeated in the yes. spring training? Well, they didn't lose yesterday. Okay. They were off. He got a day off during spring training. 
W. <laughs> yeah, right. right. That is right. W. Yeah. It's a, w. a lot of golf got played yesterday. Ooh, I hope not Iron Man. Yeah, you're right. Iron Man does not need to risk a potential injury. Do not need to in a golf club. Do not need to tweet that back. Coming up. What do you make of Matthew Berry's report that Sean Payton is looking at Russell Wilson as a one-year audition? That's next. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress, relax in your tub or shower from Bathfitter. Bathfitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans. Happy Wednesday, March 8th. That date is ringing a bell in your head. It's going March 8th. March 8th. Why does that date seem familiar? It is because one year ago, March 8th, this happened. This is not a drill. <laughs> do you remember That's where you wrong. do you remember where you were when all of a sudden we thought we were back? Yes. In the NFC. We thought we were back, excuse me, in the AFC West, like in contention. Like at least for a wild card berth. You where were you? I was at I was at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh nothing serious. My wife was 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 uh going in for a a, a minor procedure and you know, I'm walking into a hospital, you know, it's a hospital, right? right. You know, and hospital things are getting done and I'm like skipping. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I've got like a smile on my face. I'm like, hey, hey, did you hear this? Did you hear this? I couldn't have been happier. Yeah. I was like I was like, our our long local nightmare is over. We are back. This is not a drill. I was. I especially was. since it happened like an hour after we had our hopes crushed with the news that Aaron right. Rodgers was right. going to return back right. to the Bay. Right. I know exactly where I was. I was in um, a Starbucks line, drive through line, grabbing a coffee on my way to pick up one of my granddaughters from school. When Zach broke the news, oh, he was. This is not a drill. He was just, I mean, not rattled, but just like Like he was was trembling with excitement. Yeah. He was like a a real newsman. He was like Walter Concrete. Concrete? Concrete. No, Walter Con. Nope. Walter Concrete. No. (laughs) Struggling. You know what? Keep listening. You You got this, big fella. Concrete. Concrete. Nope. Keep going. How come? How come? I can never say the guy's name. <laughs> Keep going. I should never even attempted this. Say Walter. It. I am Walter Concrete. Nope. Concrete. <laughs> Walter Concrete. Oh my God. Walter. I am Walter. C. Struggling. Wow. Struggling. What was his name? Cron. Struggling. Cron. Kite. Cron. Kite. I am Walter Cron. Wow! Wow! This is okay. a that's a that's a uh, for me that's a tongue twister. This is like Russell Wilson trying to read the field. Yeah. <laughs> Let's run. Trying to get to his second option. <laughs> yeah, Walter. All right, Con. Go to your second read. Here you go. Go, Walter Con. <laughs> Cron. 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 Yeah. Like CJ. Cron. Kite. Kite. Cronkite. There you go. Walter Cronkite. There you go. Cronkite. (laughs) Wow. Wow is right. Yeah, that was a hard one. Woo. Back to the newsman. (laughs) 
Right. Zach I, was I, me. Zach I'd like to tell everybody man. that that was just a that's a little that's a, a little skit. That was no, that was like, one hundred right that, there. No, 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 no. That was uh, that's you know that's like uh, that's like the movie uh, Step Brothers. It's one of my bugaboos, like bear traps and sex with old ladies. <laughs> one of my bugaboos is <laughs> saying Cronkite. Yeah, Cronkite. There you go. Very difficult. Oh, you'll never, you'll never struggle again. No, I will. Trust me. It's uh, just get, it's, it's just, your, it's your, it's, it's, it's Walter Cronkite is to you what Albert Okawebunam is to Kevin Harlan. Yes, yes. Okawebunam. <laughs> Good old Okunibunam. Okawebunam. Yeah. <laughs> A Cooney boom. Oh, that's good. All right, I needed that. I'm yeah. up now. I'm All up. right, I'm but, up. They, but, I'm but up. Zach was a real newsman at the time. Okay. This is not a drill. Yeah. Oh, man, he was serious. Walter, Walter, uh, yeah, you got me thinking about Walters. Matthew Berry. Not to be considered. I was thinking of Walter. Walter Matthew. No, I was thinking of Walter Berry. Didn't he? Wasn't he a really good basketball player for uh, St. John's back in the day? Anyway, um, Matthew Berry. Yeah. Mostly known as a fantasy guy. Mm hmm. Apparently is a reporter now. Yeah. Because he uh, put out, after being at the Combine, he put out some of the things that he was hearing. Uh-huh. Wrote, quote, speaking of big-name QBs coming off down years, more than one person mentioned to me that Russell Wilson is basically on a one-year audition. Said one source, Barry continues, I don't think Sean Payton likes Russ. He's got one year to prove himself or Payton will move on. The source pointed out that Peyton has said multiple times in public on the record how Russell keeps bothering Drew Brees. Peyton tries to play it off for a laugh, but my source doesn't think Peyton actually thinks it's funny. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, one, that's kind of mis- a misrepresentation, I believe. I mean, bothering, he didn't say he's bothering Drew Brees. He used it as, the way John Peyton explained it, is, you know, the way dudes talk in a locker room. Dude, he's wearing me out, which is not which is not a bad thing. It's like, dude, this guy is serious. Like he is just on me about information and he want like it, it's almost a it's almost a compliment the way you use wearing a dude out. It wasn't meant as a derogatory term. Right? I mean, I know I think I know Sean well enough and I and I and I read locker room language well enough to know that that is one of those things, man, this guy want, is raring to go. I'm like, hey, man, pump your brakes. We'll be together here in a month or so or two months. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of enjoying my time right now. Take a break. Like, that, that That's not wearing the, the wearing you out. Like if he was like, yeah, Russell Wilson is annoying the bleep out of Drew Brees. And Drew Brees told me to tell him to quit calling. No, he's wearing him out. He wants information. He's like, I, I want to know the system. I want to help me out. I want to get better. I want to, you know, I want to be ready to run. That's right. You know what I mean, though? He's like an eager puppy. You know, it's like you you, you, you get a little annoyed, but you, you can't be too annoyed because it's a puppy. Yeah. He's eager. He wants to play. He wants right. to learn. You know, Russell's like a puppy. He wants to, he wants to get out. He wants to try he's to. sharp little puppy teeth try, on your try, finger. Yeah. <laughs> Tries to, uh, he, want, he wants to. To make right, he knows, and and that and the first part of this about it being a one year audition, to me that's that's not exactly that's breaking not break, news. No, that's not breaking that's, news at all. That's not. I I don't know why that would be met with. Ooh, Russell Wilson has one year. Yeah, well, yes. When 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 guys like me and you are talking about this, and I sit here and say, yeah, Russell Wilson's at a crossroads. He's at a crossroads in his career now. 
Well, what does a crossroads imply? You're you're going to go one way or another. You're either going to turn your career around or you're going to go on a different path, which is taking you probably out of Denver and putting your career in, in jeopardy. That Yeah, okay, that's where you're at. Here's, here's what people, I think, here's what people don't understand. And, and maybe, I'm, maybe I'm the fool. Say Walter Cronkite again. Walter Cronkite. Okay. Walter Cronkite. All right, now you With got it. News. Now you got this it. This is not a drill, ladies and gentlemen. I am Walter Cronkite. All right. Um... All right, so this is. I think now we got to work on Harlan. I think what you have to understand, Mike, is this is a rebuild. Like Sean knows, and the Penner Group knows that this is a rebuild. Now, listen, if Russell Wilson can elevate the play of other players around him, like a legitimate big time quarterback does, then during the rebuild they'll still win games. If he can't. He'll be gone, and you'll start over. Yeah. But the bottom line is, you know, we've been kicking this can down the road. You you phrased you you coined the phrase years ago about trying to build a team on two parallel tracks, right? The rebuilding track versus the win now track. This is a rebuilding track. Now, if like I said, if Russell elevates this team, you're still going to be in a playoff contention, even as you're rebuilding this team. And then that makes that gives you the decision, like, okay, we'll keep Russell and keep moving on. If Russell can't elevate this team as they're rebuilding, you know what you do? You kick him to the curb, you fight the short-term pain for the long-term gain, and you move on. We've got uh, one more time. Breaking news. Yes. From Walter Cronkite. All right. He's back, baby. He's back. I'm on it. You now. are on I didn't have the cur. cur. Crawl. I was on call. Yeah, you were on call, whereas it needs cur crawl. Right. Cron. I was just going con. Con. I was going con. And then I can't it was believe crite. you called him. I was put yeah, the yeah you, put, you put concrete. You actually called him Walter Concrete. <laughs> I did. I couldn't you come did. up with it. You did. Cron. Cron. Kite. You got to uh, finish strong with a kite. Yeah, exactly. Up next. The Avs get a much-needed laugher, and local college basketball. It's down to these uh, college basketball tournaments. The only chance for a March Madness birth. How are our local teams do? Talk about that next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Larith and Evans. Sometimes you just need a laugher. And the Avalanche, after going through a uh, rough little spell right now, some high-scoring games, giving up seven goals back-to-back for the first time in franchise history, they needed a laugher, and they got one last night as the very accommodating San Jose Sharks came into town, and the uh, Avs rolled over them by the score of 6-0. Kale McCarr back to being Kale McCarr with a uh, goal and three assists. That's a that's an interesting question. Um, I don't know if it's ever needed. I feel like we should have the confidence as a group to always be able to do this. But, um, no, I think, like I said tonight, we, we knew that they could be vulnerable coming in a back-to-back, and I think that that shifted our mindset. So maybe we, we just have that mindset going into every game now. Did the Avalanche need 
this kind of game for their confidence? I, I don't. I mean, listen, I don't think so, but I don't. I don't like them searching. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're searching for something to build confidence? Because you're the Stanley Cup defending champions. You've got, what, three, four of the best players in hockey? Put McCarr in there. Put McKinnon in there. Put Rantanen in there. You, you need games like this to build your comp forget that garbage just go out there and absolutely dispense justice i don't think it's a, i think it's the it's close but it's not the right word they don't need a confidence boost i think this part of the season right now they're just looking for motivational boosts they're just looking for games reasons to be engaged they they see the finish line in sight but it's still a ways off you're still looking at about 20 more games they know they're going to be in the playoffs. They don't care where they're going to be seated. They don't care if they're not going to have home ice advantage. So I think it's just finding these games, finding these opponents where you just kind of summon the motivation. Or in this case, the motivation's given to you in the form of a lousy team coming in on a back-to-back that just has nothing to give. And you just say, okay, thank you. We'll take the easy night. But I don't think it's a conf. This team doesn't lack confidence. Okay, so what, what's, they don't lack what's confidence. What's your psychological evaluation of them playing Dallas the other day and losing seven? I think that it, to to quote the great Sandy Clough, Bowchikabawal, not that one. Uh, you cannot manufacture desperation, mm-hmm. and when you're going through the long grind of a regular season like this, and you go into a place like Dallas where they are waiting. This is a circle red circle the date in red game for the Dallas Stars. These kind of right. teams, the, the the cup champions are in town, the measuring stick game, all that stuff. They came out with playoff style intensity that this point of the season the Avs just can't match. Now, meet them again in the playoffs? Now it's a fair fight. So I think that's what I think it's more about motivation than it is confidence. This this did team you, this team you, doesn't lack did confidence. You missed the second part of that quote. The second part? Yeah. Want to hear it again? No, no, no. The second part of, of Sandy's quote. About Chicka Bow Wow? No, no, no. Happy, <laughs> happy joy, joy. Happy joy. No, you can't manufacture... Desperation. Yeah. But you can manufacture blood flow. About Chicka Bow Wow. Is that how they... Is that, that's, that's kind of the idea. Yeah. That's kind Get of the idea. Get your blood flowing. Get your blood flowing. A lot of good things happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When you get your blood flowing. Let it go, man. But usually it's a win. <laughs> Tonight? Tonight it didn't happen. Oh, I'm so happy we're laughing this morning. <laughs> Next on the Morning Brew, the uh, Nuggets and Bulls tonight. Mm. This should be the night that uh, Jamal Murray sets the franchise record for most made three-pointers. Jamal, well, I, don't, I don't know if you were aware. But you're- I was aware. <laughs> I was aware you were, but I didn't want to assume. Um, I mean, we're trying. Uh, I mean, within the flow of the game, obviously, but yeah, I mean, I, I was I was notified. I mean, we we're losing, so I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't pursue the. <laughs> I didn't pursue it. Jamal Murray stat padding. Yes. Shame. Yes. Shame. Dude, it's just below. I'm being sarcastic. It folks. blows me away that a guy shame as shame. relatively young as Jamal Murray, with the injury history where he missed that much time is going to be the franchise leader in three-point shots made. 
that's that blows me away. Does it? Yeah. Really? Because the the, the three pointer, yeah, it's been around for a long time, but it's it's never been the central part of NBA teams' offenses like it is now. I, it, I, it's it's on steroids. It's it's ridiculous. I, I get it's that. like passing records I in, get, in the NFL. Hey, I get that, but still, it just like you would think somebody along the line, like you you would think it would be a number that you're just not going to surpass quickly. But hey, whatever, good for him. It's awesome. Obi makes a bunch of them, and the uh, Nuggets uh, take away a victory. Nuggets and Bulls. We'll talk to your yeah. Fox Football. Play-by-play partner who does the Bulls games, Adam Amin, coming up at 8.15. Yeah. Adam going to join us. He's going to be great. Yeah. Next on the Morning Brew, college basketball tournament time. Conference tournament time. Boy, it has been a rough year along the front range for college basketball. So, Mm. last chance. You win your conference tournament. You get the automatic bid to the big dance. It's the only way any of our teams are going to go to the uh, NCAA tournament. You got, uh, let's see, here's the docket for today. Mountain West, CSU plays Fresno State at noon. Air Force against UNLV at 2.30. Wyoming against New Mexico at 5. Pac-12, CU takes on Washington at 1. The combined records of CSU, Air Force, Wyoming, and CU this year, 53-70. and 70. Almost 500. No. It's like not even close. It's close. Not, 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 not even close. Not. Almost 500. Not it's, even close. It's a Rockies 500. How about that? Would you go with it? Dick Monford 500. W. Yeah. Thank you, bud. Yeah, Dick Monford would probably take some. Yeah, that's a 50. Comfort in this. Yeah, 53 and 70. We we're right there. We're trending the right way. Yeah, it's pretty season, If the season had only gone on another two weeks, we'd have. Right. Closed in on 500. Yeah, we were playing our best ball. <laughs> That'll do it for the Morning Brew. Bring that to you uh, each and every morning at 6.30. You want to respond to any of it? You can, as always. Welcome on the text line. Ramoslaw.com text line 303-713-1043. Up next, is Sean Payton all about winning right now? Or is he prepared to take the long view? That's next. Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Pan presents Schlereth and Evans. Listening to the end of the Stokely and Zach show and the beginning of the drive, they were doing their little crossover thing yesterday. Uh-huh. Always gets lively. And Zach was making the point, and I think it's a, a fair one to debate, that Sean Payton may not be looking at this season as a win-now, win-immediately type season. That it may be more of a, hey, I'm new here. Let's come in. Let's take the temperature. Let's kind of evaluate. Let's see how I get along with George Payton. Let's Mm -hmm. see how it goes with Russ. Let's kind of use this first year just to kind of take the 38,000-foot view. And then the year after... I really start to put my fingerprints all over this team. You buy that? So that you're going to take a wait-and-see approach, kind of really feel it out? Here's what Zach said. Okay. Here's how he laid it out. This entire conversation, I think it depends on whose lens you're looking through, and that's problematic. I think Sean Payton's lens is different than George Payton's lens. 
The we'll Broncos see. are disjointed. We're, we're about I think, to find out. I think Sean Payton is okay with going through a trial run year and then ultimately leaving his fingerprints all over this organization after this year. General manager, quarterback, roster control. I think this is a let's get through it, let's see type of approach from Sean Payton. But he's that's gonna not take, the, he's going to take control you think? after after this yeah. year. All right, so I think one he is taking control right now, but I still think that there is an approach to this where you have to see exactly what you have. And come on, I mean George Payton just signed Cortland Sutton a year ago to a big contract, right? Or a year before, a year. Ha- 18 months ago to a big contract. Now you're shopping him? Is that a George Payton or is that a Sean Payton? Like, really, you just, that's one of yours. So basically, that's an admission that, hey, man, I just signed a guy to a big time contract who was a second rounder and now we're shopping him, you know, like bring out your dead. Like, anybody, anybody want him? How about a fifth rounder, a fourth rounder, anyone, 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 anyone? You're like an auctioneer. You know what? Oh, oh, auctioneer with a frog in his throat. Never a good combination. Sorry, try that again. No, I get that was a third rounder, fourth rounder. Oh, we're here with the fourth rounder. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Now say Walter Cronkite. Walter Cronkite. You got it, man. Man, I am. You are past that. I am. Man, you're all, through. You're through. I am all over. You but, are past that hurdle. But it's an admission. It's an admission that you spent money on a guy that you probably shouldn't have spent money on. It's all right. Well, there's a difference, though, between Sean Payton being in charge mm-hmm. and, again, whether or not he's trying to win now or does he look at, hey, I'm I'm, I'm looking to shop a, a Cortland Sutton so I can pick up future draft picks. Sure. So to Zach's point, start putting my real imprint fingerprints on this team next year. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at a guy that is trying to impact his football team now. Now through game planning and everything else, of course they're going to try to win, but at the same time, you're trying to figure out what your roster is and what's your best like what's your best pathway to success and. You got to figure it out with your quarterback. You got to figure it out. You know, you're, you're going to have to invest in the offensive line. He's already gotten one former Saint in little Jordan Humphrey. He signed him. So, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's an imprint going on right now. But I do also, I tend to agree with Zach on this one. I, I don't think he's in a hurry. And I think he already proved that mm-hmm. with the hiring of Vance Joseph and the fact that he was ready to hire Vic Fangio by... Making that move, he is telling us, I don't really care what's gone on around here the last six years. Right. I wasn't here for it. Not my problem. So I'm here. I'm, I've got job security. Um, I've got a resume that, that dictates that I'm going to be here for a while. Right. If I want to be. So I don't, I don't have to be in a hurry. Just if you're hiring D'Amico Ryans, D'Amico Ryans is in win now mode because, He's a first-time head coach. The clock is ticking from the moment he walks in that building. Right. It's not with, with Sean Payton. So he can take a longer view with all of this. And if the fan base is impatient, tough so, luck. Yeah, so be it. you you got to go back to his career in New Orleans when they were in salary cap purgatory where Sean Payton went 7-9, 7-9, 7-9 for three straight years. 
till they worked themselves out of that. And, you know, during that during that time period, I mean, nobody was questioning whether Sean Payton could coach or not, whether he was the right man for the job. You get yourself into a position, then you had to work yourself out of it. And so, obviously, they're trying to win. Everybody's trying to win. But you're, you're looking, Sean Payton's got a long view of this football team. So what does a long view look like this offseason? Uh, what does the long view mean when it comes to free agency, which starts the open negotiation window, uh, what, this week? This, next uh, week? Next, next week, yeah. yeah. Monday. So I think what you're, I, I think what you're looking at for, for him is you've got to assess your football team. You've got to look at, you know, what, what positions need to be bolstered, what you think is, you know, based on what you want to do, obviously, you know, you've got to adjust, you've got to adjust based on your personnel to a degree, but you're already seeing it. You're already seeing kind of what he wants to build. And, you know, it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see like where they invest their money in free agency. I have a feeling, you know, they're going to bolster their offensive line. Of a feeling that, you know, they're going to try to get another edge guy. It'll be, and then the history of Sean Payton says, man, I'm going to target a player. Somebody that I think is an impact guy for us, even if it means packaging two thirds and moving up to a second or whatever the case may be, but I'm going to get an impactful player in this draft. Not like the, the thing I always felt about Sean is it's not about quantity, it's quality. It's, hey, man, I'll, I'll trade away a couple of picks and move around and manipulate the draft to get myself the player that I think fits what I want to do and that I think has an impact, an immediate impact on our football team. Here's here's another reason why it's a long view approach. I do totally buy the Matthew Berry report, which was quite redundant for me because there's there's nothing surprising about that. Uh, the idea that Russell Wilson's on a one year audition. Yes, he is. He's on a one year audition. What do you got? And so, which, by the way, just reveals how preposterous it was for, um, you know, DMAC, especially to come out and say, well, Russell Wilson once again is getting his own way. He's getting his own coach. He's getting Sean Payton, the guy that he wanted. He's getting his way. They're kowtowing to Russell Wilson again. That's not the case at all because I think this is a one year audition. But. I, as much as it's a one year one year audition for Russell Wilson, and I do believe Sean Payton is going to do his darndest to to turn Russell Wilson around. But if after a year he can't or Russ can't, see you later. Mm-hmm. But doesn't that right there imply a bit of a long view? You're kind of before you can totally put your plan into place, you got to know what you got in Russ, and you got one year to figure it out. So immediately that becomes. Uh, a long view because you're you're not you're not going to pour all kinds of short term quick fix band-aid one year type uh moves just to try to get the most out of russell wilson no 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 you're, you, russ russ doesn't deserve that anymore russ you're gonna have to you're gonna have to cook with the groceries we give you and you're gonna have to yes and you're gonna have to essentially run what we're asking you to run, what we feel is best for you from an execution standpoint, the things you can do. More importantly, the things you can't do. We're not asking you, you know, all the things that you wanted to be when you were in Seattle. Guess what? 
You you know, you got your curfew extended. You know what you did? You broke our trust. Curfew gets rolled back in. Just the way it works. Now, if Sean Payton can make a move or moves this offseason with the idea that this guy's going to be here for two, three, four years, sure. Absolutely. I, I just I just don't see him being so obsessed, consumed, my 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 job, my legacy's on the line. I got to win this year. I, I just don't think he's in that that place, nor should he feel like he's in that place. He can absolutely take the long view. He's gonna be here for a while. Yeah, as long as he as long as he really wants to right. be. I think there's a real evaluation process that goes on here and, and at the end of this year you decide moving forward, is is Russell the guy? That can take us where we want to go. Has he advanced enough? Has he developed enough? Has he is he understood the concepts enough? Has he, or is he a guy that we need to, you know, cut bait with and just say, hey man, we lost that lure, you know, that, that just didn't work out, and move on. And and he, I do I do believe this. He's got that authority. Russ doesn't. Correct. Coming up, four down territory. How much did the Avalanche need? That big blowout win over San Jose last night. That's next. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits. 